Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Welcome. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast Live. We are live. Hi, everybody. How are you? Yeah, we can't hear you, so it doesn't matter how you are. How are you, Natasha? I'm good. Are we? Sp- are there laughers that we're supposed to hear? I mean, we, no one said anything funny. I know, but the deathly silence makes me think it's not comedically my fault, but in fact, there's a technical issue. Well, uh, Jim, is there audience What are you going to do? Audience laughter. Uh, Natasha, how are you? I'm good. It's it's been a it's been an eye-opening week. Yeah, what happened this week? Um, well, <clears throat> I found out that I am not supposed to flush my tampons down the toilet. What do you mean you found out? I thought that you flushed them down the toilet. Like historically you've always thought that that's yeah, where tampons go. Yeah, I thought they were go? biodegradable. Well, but apparently they're like really bad for your plumbing and you can't do that. And 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 most people know that. Um, I wish we could ask the laughers in the audience if they knew that, but it's not possible because the internet is keeping us from true joy. Natasha, how though did you figure it out? It's more, there's more of a story to it than just you finding out. No, well, my well, friend told me. Yes, and? What about it? Well, what, what was the conversation? Oh, they told me, well, first of all, the plumber told me. And I was like, I told the plumber, I was like, Wait, well, you hold have- on. Okay, let me stop you there. The plumber told you, meaning, that's what I was trying to get to. The plumber told you, meaning we had a plumbing issue and the plumber had to go down with what? Like spelunking, <laughs> you, uh, spelunking uniform and pick up like a glob of horrifying like biohazard? Anyway, if anyone feels me, feels like they didn't understand this either, um, I know in Europe they flush them. So Wait, maybe I'm can, just being well, European. You can flush them in Europe? Well, my friend who's from Sweden said that she also didn't know that. But she said, but in Europe you flush them. What do you mean? Your friend in Sweden who is European said... She lives in America now. And, and she so said when she, she came here and she started and doing... she had a plumbing she problem. She was doing the European way. She was yeah. growing her armpit hair out. She was flushing her tampons. Exactly. She was eating baguette. And then she found out due to a plumbing incident that this is not the way. Well, this is, this is I, I got to say, uh, eye-opening for me, but I, I don't think you, because I, I didn't know that you don't flush tampons down the toilet. I think, isn't it, if it doesn't come out of your body, it doesn't go into the potty? Isn't that the rule? <laughs> I'm not sure, honey. I, d- I definitely didn't make that rhyme up. That's straight Burning Man information. That's Burning Man knowledge. But you also, you tried to check me on some hygiene stuff this week, too. Oh, yeah, maybe people can weigh in on this. Um, I've been begging Moshe to floss his teeth for, like... Wait, wait hold on. I, four years. I floss. <laughs> you floss, like, once every fortnight. I have floss... You're supposed do, to do it after every meal. I floss every when I play Fortnite, and I play a lot of Fortnite, so I feel like my gum, my gum hygiene is in pretty good shape. Okay, can we do... Can we ask the crowd? Because Moshe thinks... So now he's starting to floss, but he thinks that if you get one of those like little pickers that's for like no. one thing in the back, that you just floss every one of your teeth with that. Of course that's how you do it. <laughs> Natasha stopped me the other day. I have one of those little floss picks, right? Those, those plastic floss picks. And, you, and I was putting it from tooth to tooth to tooth to tooth. And Natasha's like, what are you doing? That's not how you do it. 
Do you think that you get 20? How many teeth do people have? You take, a, you take floss and you what? put a new one in each tooth. You so Nat- what Natasha does is she flosses a tooth, unravels it, <laughs> and then so. rewinds <laughs> it up to have a clean piece of floss to go to the next tooth. I, I don't and think then that, I flush my maxi pads down the toilet. <laughs> I don't think that's normal. In Europe, only in Europe. You flush them straight into the river, the Thames, the river. No, I know you're not supposed to flush the maxi pads, but I do. I did think you flushed... I wonder if anyone out there right now is learning this for the first time from me. It would be people don't really talk about it. Well, it would be nice if we could have the reaction of the audience informing us of what <laughs> their their nice. informational uh, uh, awakening was. But well, my still. friend Chelsea Pretty was making fun of me, and she was like, "Every Whoa. public can you toilet." Not, can you not name drop? Well, I'm saying she's one of the people who actually did know. <laughs> but could you honestly, the name drop was That's a little Ricky bit. Ricky Lindholm did not know. Same anyway, as me. Well, okay. Well, whatever. My friend Michael Fassbender told me that you floss <laughs> each tooth with one plastic thing it's obvious do you think that you buy a plastic thing and then do throw them away after each tooth and pe- pick I, up a new those one those plastic things were invented by some pig i don't know why anyone is using those it's disgusting um okay well look oh, but what i was going to say about the tampons is um i no i forgot what what about the tampons tell us more take your time oh this was going to say on no one ever talks about it and then Oh, so Chelsea was saying every public toilet says, you know, has a sign, but the sign says they call them sanitary napkins. That's a maxi pad. Right. (laughs) Says don't flush sanitary napkins. So you thought they were like, don't flush sanitary napkins, but if it's small and in a tube, flush that shit. Well, I don't know. Sanitary napkin? No one says that. So it was unclear what that was what that's supposed to be well if you're out there listening uh, and you have an opinion on this if you just are learning for the first time that you're not supposed to flush tampons down the toilet didn't you, <laughs> d- d- you called your mom right and she wouldn't answer you <laughs> well, she- so <laughs> natasha was like came ho- i gotta say <laughs> natasha came home after this conversation with her friend chelsea peretti and she was disturbed the look in her eye was that she had just like learned that something she'd been doing her whole life was like violent or racist or something she didn't have any idea she was her your eyes were wide you looked scared you looked like a like a kind of a shaken woman and she called her mom that evening and didn't you ask her and she wouldn't answer you well no i was texting my mom asking her and she's like why are you asking me this and i was like i just am wondering if you flush them and she didn't want to talk about it. And then she sent me a link that said that like people are on the fence. And I was like, Oh, people are on the fence. Mm-hmm. Well, the people are confused. <laughs> They're on the wall, the Berlin wall. <laughs> Apparently in East Berlin, you were allowed to flush your tampons, but over there in the West, they said no. So anyway, I tried <clears throat> to get her to, yeah, she didn't want to talk about it. And then I was like, I just learned this, you know, Aren't from you so- the plumber. And then she said, I agree with the plumber. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems like maybe she didn't teach me, but whatever. I mean, so now that you have this information, what are you going to do with your tampons? Well, I guess it's really disgusting. <laughs> you take them out and then you wrap them in a piece of toilet paper and mm-hmm. then you throw it in the garbage in your bathroom. I, I have a better idea. It sounds so gross. What if now that our listeners know... Oh, and my friend... Yeah, go ahead. I'm just going to say now that our listeners know about this saga and it's a, a theme of our podcast, what if you save them and we make... Like an endless honeymoon, like this, we replace this sign with a slow, like kind of folk art, kind of outsider art piece that says "endless honeymoon" in your used tampons. And every time I floss my teeth, I could kind of add one of those little plastic things into it, and it could be kind of like it's a, like pandemic art. It's beautiful. It's kind of interactive, and and then we can auction it at the end, and it can go to charity. It can go to some sort of like plumbing, you know, to help with plumbing in uh, developing countries where where people, you know, need pipes. 
All right, that's a good idea. And I just want to say, I'm so happy that there's people out there. We can hear them, but I wish we could see them. I can't hear them. Can you really hear them? Yeah, everyone's laughing at everything I say. Oh, you know, oh, it's oh, is this like a? Did you guys do? I guess the people at Rush Ticks have a male ego filter, and there was something. I guess I. They're trying to make it so that it, I think we can't hear the laughter, and you're hearing me bombing horribly. Is that how it works? Yeah. All right. Well, look, we have a lot of show ahead of us, and uh, we wanted. Why don't we bring in our first guest and our first advice call? Um, and what, by the way, we want to say uh, thank you for joining us on our very first foray into a live stream podcast taping. This is exciting for us. We're so thrilled that you're here with us. Oh, I hear yeah. people cheering. I can almost hear the audience. Uh, so thank you, everybody, for joining us. And we by love the way, you too. By the way, I, I, everything's open, but I'm still like afraid to make those steps. I can't really go out yet. Yeah, I know. I barely was able to go to the hookah bar last night, but I did it. I did it, and I was just—I was doing like an eight-headed hookah with a bunch of just people that I met there. No, you went to a comedy club. I did. You went to an indoor comedy club. I did go to an indoor comedy club, and I walked into the green room, and there was a male comedian uh, telling a female comedian why you can't quite believe all of the people that have had Me Too complaints. And I was like, wow, nothing has changed. It literally is like they pressed pause, and we pressed play the moment I got back to the green room. I'm like, okay. I guess we're back to normal. Um, what do you think? Should we do our first call? Yeah, I think he's waiting for us. Okay, well, let's bring him in. He is the host of the Bananas podcast. And also, uh, he's one of Moshe's surf buddies. That's true. I surf with him often. He's a hilarious comedian. Let's say hello to Kurt Braunohler. Kurt, how are you? I'm good. Hey, how are you guys? Thank you. Good. I hear some clapping. I hear clapping. Yeah, you're I, I, have, I have to say... Natasha, I uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I agree with you that it's crazy that he uses the plastic things because why involve plastic in something that could just be a string, right? But also, it's even oh, yes. crazier. Yeah. But it's even crazier that you think you use it on one tooth and then throw it away and then use it. Thank you. It's uh, 40 per bag. That's one session. You just have to have thousands of bags at home. Wait, what, how do you floss your teeth, Kurt? You, 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 I don't, you, baby. I get it that you... Oh, wow. Living on the edge. That is really edgy. That is crazy. No, I figure that you carry one of those things if you're like going to a picnic, I guess, and you maybe have molar problems and you're old and like there's something stuck in your tooth, your denture, your tooth, and you need to kind of gnaw at it for a while. You thought that those floss picks are for people that have dental issues that are at picnics? That's I mean, denture. You know, <laughs> Wait, but Kurt, don't you, you, don't you wrap floss and just floss every tooth with the same piece of floss i'm not making that up am i i mean this is hold on before you answer let me give you let, let me give you some context this is a woman who is lecturing me on hygiene that literally will just flush a filthy tampon directly down the toilet <laughs> to and be fair yes. flushing your toilet is more hygienic than taking flush, flushing your tampon is more hygienic than taking it out of your body and wrapping it in toilet paper and throwing it tossing it in the open garbage can I, I, in your bathroom i feel that all right kurt where are you in the world right now i am in portland doing shows for the first time Doing, I'm doing back a weekend. In, back in business. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Um, and how's it's... it going? Are Are you? How much? What's the percentage that you are back in biz? 
what is it like how many people are in the in the theater it no, was like like percentage of your of you like what are you feeling like right now i'm at like a i'm at like a um 32 percent oh i'm at <laughs> active i'm at 85 back oh that's good wow what about yeah. you mosh but i did have I, i'm a <clears throat> yes kurt Sorry. <laughs> no go ahead no i love a live stream kurt and for this very reason what i like for comedy is a one second delay when i'm talking to a friend and doing like timing based interactions you know because i can tell that you're behind me and i like that so what's up how's portland it's good i was just saying that there are little things that i would have never anticipated that surprised me about like coming back into society. And I was in the airport and I was in the, I walked into the men's room and I was like, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do an act out for you, okay? I walked into the men's room. Can you still see me? Can you still see yep, me? I see you. you yeah, yep. okay. A second ago, and I the, can see you. I don't know what you look like now. Okay, you, oh, you can't see me here. No, you're good, you're good. Do the oh act God. out, I love this. <laughs> I've never seen <laughs> comedy on a podcast before. I like this. This is going to be great. This is going to be great. So imagine I walk into the bathroom and I see the urinals and they're like 10 feet away. And then I all of a sudden immediately have my penis in my hands. And then I was like, oh, no. I have taken my penis out far too early. And then I'm walking and then people are looking at me. And I'm just being like, I don't know. This is how I do it at home. And then <laughs> you should have looked. Them, it was you real. Looked them deep in, you should have just looked them in the eye and said, California style, baby. That's how we do it. <laughs> Wait, so Kurt, you're are are you one? I don't think you're one of those comics. Whereas, like, the, as soon as they have a new baby, their schedule has like four thousand dates for the year. Like, I know you have, like, two children at home. Are you planning on, like, getting out of town for a couple of years? Yeah, Natasha has this pet theory about male comedians. At the moment they have a baby, they're like, the, the new 75-city tour. I won't be back home for 18 months. <laughs> well, I'm that's trying. What I, mean. like, I, I try have, not to I have, I have a three-year-old, and for me as a mom, it feels almost impossible to go on the road. Like, like how is it with two kids? Do you just leave them at home? It is very difficult, um, and my wife and I just try and, like, trade off, you know, like, I'm like, okay, you go somewhere. Now I have to go somewhere, you know, like, try and be as equal as possible with it, but it's, you know, it's difficult. And the only reason I'm, like, immediately back on the road is because I'm taping uh, a special in August, so I'm just, like, I'm just doing once a month to get ready for that. Um, but uh, once a month is, like, what I think I'll be doing, not, like, 75 Boop. nights. <laughs> Is the is the workload double when you have two kids, or is it is it is it like an earthquake? Like where... like two dogs is easier than one dog because they all eat the same food, and you just pour them all the same food and give a little extra water. And yeah. Do you give your babies extra kibble, or do, does a younger baby have to have less kibble? Do you have to soften it? No, like they. Baby train. I give do? them soft. I give them soft food, uh, so they get a can, which is very nice. It's really nice. No, two you know, is so much more. Go ahead. The riff has gone away, Kurt. Please continue. 
Two is so much more than one. It is. I, I when I was like when I had one kid, I was so cocky about. It. Like people would ask me, like, uh, "Hey, I'm thinking about having a kid. Should you have it?" And I'd be like, "Hey, man, you know, it's uh, it's hard, but what?" in life that's worth doing isn't hard, huh? <laughs> and now I'm just like, hey, should I have two kids? And I'm like, don't talk to me. I have 15 minutes to drink this vodka soda before I go to bed, because every minute that he sleeps, that I don't sleep, he gets stronger than me. <laughs> you seem you seem well balanced, Kurt. Thank you for joining us. I think you're up in a perfect position to help us give advice to our first caller. What do you think? Well, I know he is because I see you socially, and you and your whole family always seem like you're having so much fun together. And I always love families like that. that like is... you really seem to enjoy each other's company. I do. I really love being a dad. I do. Oh my God! No, no joke. You know what? That's all the time we have for you tonight, Kurt. We gotta go, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, take that California dick out, baby. Let me see it. Ten feet before the urinal. Okay, so are we ready to take our call, Mo? Yeah, but I do have a riff that I wanted to make a long time ago that I don't think is funny, but I'm gonna do it anyway. The problem, like when you were telling your act-out story of your dick being out, like for me, that's how I always do it because it will not. I I'm unable to stand that close to a urinal and fit my whole penis into it. Like I have. To stand at the other end of the guys. Did you hear all the women groan. I did hear. I finally much. heard the audience. I finally heard them in, in my headphones, and they loved it. They loved it. Um, okay, so are you, are you guys ready for our first call? Yes, we're going to do some advice call with. Uh, shall we introduce our yeah, first I'll guest? Yeah, I'll do it. Um, okay, we got her. All right, let's call Megan in Spokane, Washington. Spokane. Here she comes. Megan, turn your camera on. Megan. Okay, I turned it on. Can you hear okay. me? Okay. Yes. But we can. My camera's on. See you, Megan. Okay. My camera Megan. is this on. This was exactly what we had feared. No. Oh, there you, you go. See me? We <laughs> see you. Okay. You're perfect. Okay. Yes. So, Megan, um, it's me, Moshe, and Kurt Braunhol. Braunhol, how are you? I'm good. Um, I'm really excited to talk to you all about well, a really great. annoying What's situation. Happening? <laughs> Um, so basically, (laughs) um, my husband is a wonderful father, wonderful partner and basically every aspect, except he just like, doesn't give a shit about holidays. So this has been a recurring fight of ours throughout the years, but it came to a head this last mother's day. Um, and he didn't get me anything at all. And we have two kids. So I was uh, pretty pissed and we had a big fight about it. Um, And we're like fine now because obviously, you know, you just get through shit. But I, I basically want to know. Does he give you birthday presents? So, okay. So here's the thing is he has fumbled previous holidays, but this year he actually went all out for my birthday and he did a really good job. He um, like did a dinner with me and he got me an iPad, which is like really awesome. So he did really great for my birthday this year. And I feel like he's like, that's kind of really, that's that super thoughtful. Me. It no, is. That's super yeah. thoughtful. Like, cause you seem like a person that loves Apple products. Like that is the most romantic. <laughs> that is beautiful. <laughs> like you don't seem like no. a, like you would want a tablet from Microsoft I, or anything or, or, or an Amazon, I'm uh, actually an Android an Android user. Like that. 
Oh wow! So he doesn't even pay attention to that. Wow. All right, let me ask. Let me no. ask Kurt something. I kn- <laughs> let me ask Kurt because I know he's a nice guy, but also I don't think Mother's Day presents are mandatory. Kurt, did you get your wife something for Mother's Day? A present? Uh, uh yeah, I got her. She was allowed to leave for two days. <laughs> what did you just went, unlock an old rusty padlock and let her out for a couple days yeah and then you let her go a on a very nice hotel on the beach yeah she went on vacation for two okay days. okay with yeah. without you yeah with her mom nice. interesting interesting that's okay. what i want next year but you want to go with your mom to a hotel on the beach okay i can arrange that for sure you guys can both not talk about tampons together in paradise <laughs> okay so so megan he you're saying he got you the ipad um and i remember that part of the notebook where he buys the girl the ipad it, it is a beautiful story um and then and then on mother's day he got you nothing mm-hmm. and was like but i got you the ipad nothing. is that what you're saying kind of got it no but and, like and he, okay so <laughs> so he um so basically in the middle of Okay, so to go back a little bit, he asked me two weeks before Mother's Day what I wanted for Mother's Day. And I said, I don't want anything. Just write me a nice note or get me a card. And he said, okay, well, I have to get you a little something. Wait a second. (laughs) You said you didn't want anything? And then he didn't get you anything? And then you were like, where's my something? I said a nice note or a card, Moshe. Okay. She's like, I just want some poetry. (laughs) Oh, I get it. So he didn't even get you the note? Nothing. He gave me nothing. So she gave him the, the, yeah. the blueprint to make her happy, which was so simple, which was yeah. to write a note. Yes. And he didn't even write a note. Yes. I would, and I, I'll tell you what, I treat I treat Natasha right. I would have gotten her a case for an iPad or a couple of apps or something <laughs> like that, something to make her feel special. No, Moshe's not into, um, Moshe's not really into holidays. I had to really train him, like, the first year we yeah. went out, I think he, like, didn't acknowledge my birthday and then i kind of explained oh. to him he had to get me something and then he went and then then he found out you know what he did it was so cute he went to a record store and bought a record of like all of like all the different songs that maybe we had in our oh. in our relationship so far but like what the record like the record that was from that was a really nice gift and then you know, the next year I had to remind him again that he had to get me a gift. And then the next year, I turn, you know, yeah. you have to like keep reminding and I keep telling him it's really yes. important to me because you have such cool taste. And then one time he got me a cape that I still wear because he like went out and was really looking for something for me. But I have to tell mm-hmm. him all the time and it's really annoying. And yes, he doesn't really do Hanukkah presents. We don't celebrate Christmas. But you know what's interesting about Moshe? Wait, every why is year... this about me? It's about her, her deadbeat Hold husband. <laughs> I just have to get to, to the to the to the funniest thing which I've noticed about you is he always says that he doesn't care about holidays. I just want to get presents when I give presents when I feel like giving them. But um, often you are always trying to like create a, a birthday weekend for yourself. <laughs> like when it's your birthday. <laughs> it's always like, let's all go to Mexico. Let's have a surf vacation. Everyone want to come to Israel for my 40-year-old bash? It's just a funny idea. That... Great, time, great timing for an Israel riff, Natasha. Um, no, but... <laughs> Kurt, 
Kurt, I think that you can speak. Uh, Kurt, I think that you can speak to the importance of a surf vacation and why that's necessary and why that's more important than romance or connection with your wife, right? I mean, you can back me up on that. Oh yeah, yeah, because surfing will always be there for you. <laughs> <laughs> surfing, I've always said, is like an iPad. It takes the place of real love. Um, <laughs> Kurt, do you have any do you have any advice? I mean, are you are you really into presents? I mean, the problem is it's like her love language is clearly presents. She wants them. It makes her feel loved. Mine too. I mean, it's and not necessarily presents. People... I literally just want acknowledgement. That's all I want. I mean, I had two of his kids Can cut I... out of me. I just feel like that's bare bare minimum. <laughs> bare minimum. Oh, I you just say okay. it like that. Go ahead, Kurt. I uh, this whole time. I thought you were talking about your dad. And so now I'm happy to know that you're talking about the father of your children. From the beginning, I've been like, why does she want a Mother's Day present from her own father? That seems crazy. Wait, Kurt, how did you think Natasha pivoted from her talking about her father not getting her Mother's Day card to her complaining about my skills as a husband vis-a-vis -vis gift giving? You're like, uh, easy there's something weird going on here too. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, I have a question for you. Why do you think he doesn't come through? Do you think he 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 is uh, inconsiderate? Do you think he forgets? Do you think he he is punishing you? Like, what is your explanation for why it's like so... this? That's a really great question. So this year, he really had no excuses. I'm sorry, your dad. I made... apologize. Why do you think your dad does that? <laughs> so the funny thing is, is my dad actually got me more for Mother's Day this year than my husband. So um, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of ironic. But, <laughs> but I don't I know why he doesn't audience. come through. And they they sighed. They sighed in sa they sighed in sadness when you mentioned that. I know. I heard it too. Do you feel like you have yeah. a good relationship apart from him letting you know how he appreciating you? Yes, absolutely. Like that's the it's so weird. It's like it's so strange to me because we've had this fight so many times and it's such an easy thing to just like get me a card or write me a little note beforehand. And so when we were in the middle of fighting, he was like, well, I remembered Valentine's Day and your birthday and two out of three ain't bad. And I almost murdered him on the spot. Oh but <laughs> it was just like, dude, I would rather you remember Mother's Day over Valentine's Day, to be honest, but whatever. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I got, I, I have a thought here. Like, it sounds like he... To me, I relate to this guy. He seems cool. He seems mm -hmm. like I'd like to take him surfing. <laughs> Don't say that. No, um, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I, I think I think what it is is like, it's just what Natasha was talking about. You guys have different um, uh, priorities when it comes to how one mm -hmm. expresses love, and you seem like you have yeah. extremely specific ones, which is like Mother's Day over Valentine's Day. You should know that, right? Well, and she I, wants to be appreciated by him in general. Totally, and I just think like when it comes to this specific yeah. issue he's probably not going to be able to live up to the responsibilities that he ought to. And unfortunately, like he's the type of dude that you're going to have to say the day before Mother's Day, hey, just so you know, tomorrow's Mother's Day. I've done I that. Expect a I card. did that. I did that. The day that. before? Okay, divorce. Yes, him. literally. Time out. You wait, time out. Yeah. I have a question. Okay, so hold on. So okay. you said the day before, all you need to do 
is write me a nice note. And then he did not do that. Like that seems to be crazy. Does he have a memory problem? So, I mean, yes, he's got Alzheimer's. Have... It's her father. He's getting much older. <laughs> so that conversation happened maybe like a week or two before. But the thing is, is like, I also buy like gifts for his family and cards for his family. Like it was his brother's birthday recently. I bought the card and I had to fill it out and he just signed it at the bottom. I bought his mother a Mother's Day card and he, you know, filled it out and gave it to her or whatever. And so, like, he knew, like, those, you know, that card for his mom was sitting on the counter for quite some time. And then the day <laughs> of, he had to work that Sunday. Um, and so when he's, he called me when he got off work and I said, you should call your mom and wish her a happy Mother's Day. And he did. And I was like, okay, well, he surely will not forget to at least stop by Walgreens or whatever or write me a note before he comes home. And he still came home. No, see, it, Megan, so. no, this is it. This is what this is what I'm saying. This guy, now you've got great information. The information you have is he doesn't not get you a gift because he doesn't appreciate you. He doesn't get you a gift because he is incapable of showing appreciation in this way to you, to his mother, to his family. Yeah. I'm not defending him. I'm saying yeah. that's who no, that I person is. And, and and like my like my godmother Maya Angelou said, when someone shows you who they are, <laughs> believe them. Believe right? them. And it's like yeah. So you were like, it's a week before. Surely he must remember a week th that he. I mean, he's just had me so many reminders. Saying... Yeah. Okay, I, I I know what you should do. So basically, Moshe's the same way, and it's been really hard for me because he's not a planner. He's never really gonna plan like a vacation for us unless it's a very specific mm -hmm. kind of thing. Like he likes to plan like mm -hmm. a surfing thing or something that's like very specific. So what I've started to do is when it's my birthday when it's his birthday, when it's Valentine's Day, when it's Mother's Day, I'll like try to plan something fun for us to do so at least I feel it's special, mm. even though I'm not going to get the okay. present that I want. And even though it's a little annoying yeah. that I'm the one who has to like pay for it and plan it and make sure that he remind <laughs> him of it. You know, it's like, and you think mm -hmm. like, well, I did all the work and then I have to remind you too. Yes. Kurt, mm -hmm. what do you think? <laughs> and then it's I mean, special. Yeah. What? I mean, like, that's the, I'm just confused as to why there isn't just like a, just a small amount of, I can understand, I, my, I'm on your side. I can understand why you're upset. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, it's such but, a minor Kurt, thing. Yeah. yeah. Kurt's not like, I bet you're not like an absent-minded person though. You know, you're like, how could you not remember? Like there are men who just yeah. like can't, they just don't put that stuff in the forefront. I feel like Kurt is like one mm -hmm. of those like, Good guys. You're a good guy too. Mitch. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, he's like Yeah. To be honest, <laughs> to be honest, I'm not on his side either. I'm not even on my side. I think it's a failing. It's a character defect that that I share with your husband and it doesn't have to yeah. do with the amount it, if it if everything else in your relationship is lining up. The information you have is it mm -hmm. doesn't have to do with the amount he loves and appreciates you. It is inconsiderate, mm -hmm. but it's a it's a blank spot in his brain. And what Natasha was saying is right. If you plan a getaway for Mother's Day, then I almost guarantee
guarantee when you get to the Airbnb or the campsite or the hotel, he's going to dip out to a boutique and be like, shit, it's Mother's Day. And right. it doesn't and even go- have to be going away. You could just do it for the day. Like you could have a picnic at the beach yeah. and you could have it all planned and, you know, pick up your favorite takeout or whatever. I'll, I'll tell you what I got Natasha this year for her birthday. It was a desperate and frenzied, um, like, uh, what's that? Supermarket sweep from one of those hipster boutiques because I remembered like <laughs> the morning of, oh shit, I better do it because we were at an Airbnb that she got and I went to some ridiculous hipster shop was like, oh, I knew. Palo it was Santo like... hand sanitizer. <laughs> and, and I just was like throwing shit. Oh, this is a good and this sign. Is, this is eight years in. And then also I have to spend, I, I got this whole Airbnb thing and then he leaves me with the kid for four hours because he's out trying to find me a present. <laughs> well, I did Our what first I did. day there, but anyway. Okay, well, good luck, Megan. We hope, we hope the best for you. I think that Natasha gave you the best advice here, which is you take yeah. matters into your own hands and teach him how to celebrate a holiday. Like a child, yes, that makes sense. That's, he's a man. It's very similar. Thank you, Megan. Thanks for joining okay. us. Bye. Thank you. And Kurt, Bye. have a great show. Thank you. Kurt, have a great show Thanks. tonight. Thank you for joining us Thank as well. Thank you, guys. And Kurt, uh, people can see you, you at Portland, oh, yeah. at the Helium in Portland this whole weekend. That's right. He's That's at, so he, exciting. He's at Helium Portland this whole weekend. Natasha, that was fun. Yeah, That I was like our it. first live stream call down, and it was fun, <laughs> and it was funny, and I only took a little bit of abuse. Do you think that, do you think that <laughs> I'm an... Like, am I a, I was thinking, listening to her talk about her husband. You were like, I, yeah, I was making cartoon, like, amina amina uh, noises. Am I an asshole? No, you're not an asshole. But I, I do, I do think it's interesting that you don't like birthdays, but you also always want to have like a big blast on yours I'm gonna be or on- like a big bash I'm gonna be honest with you I saw you have that revelation during that call and I didn't like that it happened for you I was scared of what the future portended I don't think I do a big thing for my birthday you're always kind of like thinking about it and like what would be a fun thing for me and my boys to do on my birthday well you know you always want to have like a party or something well Natasha uh, this next year, I'm going to get you something special. I promise. I want you to like go to a store and like find me something very like personalized. Well, this next year, I'm going to find you something. Or re- throw me a dinner party. I'm going to find with, you. like five friends. I'm going to do it. I'm going to find you something really personalized, like an iPad with your name <laughs> engraved on the back. Something really nice. Thank you, honey. That sounds good. Okay, why don't we do... We were going to do another segment tonight called Speed Counseling. We've never tried this before. There, And we're going to uh, just pull up our viewers. We're going to be able to see your beautiful yeah, faces. Yeah, let's just pick a few people. And if you would like for us to talk to you and give you a quick session, raise your hand. Not uh, really. And we can kind of call on you. You don't have to be a couple. You could be a single. We can help. Who would like... Who out there in live stream land would like for us to talk to you and we promise it's a safe space we would never make fun of you we really that's not our way okay what about yeah, you see this guy let's have this guy with the glasses and, and the, the checkered yeah let's background. get this fucking loser nerd with the glasses right there yeah there we go can you pull him up with the glasses and the checkerboard background let's pin him do you see him we can't really see his username, but here he is. What's your he's, name? He's waving. Oh, there he is. How you? Oh man, it's me. Hey, hey, everybody, it's exactly me. It's Moshe Kasher. <laughs> here, move the other direction. Other direction. Yeah, perfect. There you go. There you go. How are you exactly, me? How's it going? You you actually have the haircut that I made. Mo- you actually have the haircut that I made Moshe grow out when I first met him. <laughs> he had the he had the sides shaved all the way, and I was like, I think the 
the razor is that's a that's too short on the razor. What's yeah. your name? What's your name, me? My name's Liam. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too. Where are you calling from, or what do you do? I am a music teacher in Ann Arbor, Michigan, currently. Cool. And uh, what is your love <laughs> situation? Are you dating? Are you single? What's your deal? I'm actually uh, dating long distance somebody on this call right now. I surprised her with tickets to this podcast as Aww. a date Wait, where idea. is she? <laughs> Hold on. You guys are on a date is, right uh, now? We're on a date right now, yeah. <laughs> is she in the Zoom where we can hear her? Or is she? Uh, did, did she yeah. not make the cut? Yeah, not she get is. Her a good it's ticket? Emily Whitaker. She's in the chat right now. Aww. Wait, can, can we lose you for a second? Wait, can, can we Please. jump to somebody else? Okay, hold on. You go away. You go away. Let's see if we can do this. I want to see this Emily. We can uh, Emily Whitaker, where are you? Wave your hand if you're there you are. Let's click on Aww. Emily. Let's pin her. <laughs> oh, there's Emily. Oh, look at you. Oh my god, you're beautiful. You're oh, wow, what Wait, so have you guys met yet? Yeah, or you're not out of high school yet, so you're unable to make it all the way to Ann Arbor. <laughs> Emily, what uh, is that your name, Emily? Yeah, Emily. Emily, what what is it that you? Uh, how did you find this music teacher? How did you guys find each other? <laughs> we met in an orchestra. We both play. We're both classical Aww. musicians. <laughs> what do you mean, aw? That's not something that's classically cute. <laughs> These days, it is. If somebody knows how to play the flute, you're like, aw. <laughs> <laughs> you must have had polio as a child. <laughs> Like, um, why else would you know an instrument? We did a road trip from <laughs> California and back from Chicago to California and back and listened to Endless Honeymoon the whole way. And then we lived together for a year. Aww, now that's romantic. That I consider romantic. Long-distance <laughs> relationship. And I'm in Canada and he's in the States. Um, I'm Canadian. And and we've been mm. listening to it. And, like, Aww, that is so cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's... And what instrument do you play for the for the for the orchestra, the National Canadian Orchestra, or whatever? What do you what do you play? Do you play the the maple syrup drum French or like what's what is it? French horn. French horn and what does he play? Oh wow, classic! This is like a West Side Story. Have you guys ever had a jam session together? <laughs> yes. Yeah. We'll say that we. <laughs> Is wait, hold on, I'm, and I'm still. I didn't get the right answer. Uh, I don't remember. You you have met or no, yes. in person? Yeah, oh, you the, have. Okay. Yeah, no. He, he she fingered his bassoon in the uh, the bass <laughs> section of the. Uh... <laughs> now, is classical music romance? Are you guys like fr are you guys like freaky? Like, what's the deal? Like, do, do classical musicians? Are you guys into like some freaky old like medieval type of Tchaikovsky ass? Tie your ass up and listen to some. You know, handle or whatever and like what's what kind of freaky shit you got because you're all like obsessed with the middle ages right like when he when he when he busts does he say like this is the the, the william tell overture or whatever like what does he do like is boom 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 what's his deal exactly he's more of a mauler type yeah hell yeah he mauls that shit huh yeah you gotta beat it up I took I took Moshe to a Mahler concert and he I think he said it was the worst thing he'd ever seen in his life and, he, and, and an elderly man Moshe actually saved an elderly man's that, life because we Mahler? were up on the fourth 
we were up on the fourth tier of the like where the cheap seats were, and some guys started to fall. Well, well watching <laughs> when we were walking up the thing, going to a symphony, you quickly realize like classical music is like on its way out. It was like nobody could walk. Everybody was like, "Where am I? What kind of music is this?" Hey, I remember when they wrote this track, and like the guy that was standing next to me, I watched him as he was walking up the stairs of the of this of the Walt Disney uh, uh, Orchestra Hall, and there really steep stairs and I saw his body start to tilt over and I was like this guy is going to die so I grabbed him by the back and I righted him and he turned around and gave me a dirty look no didn't he say don't touch me he said don't touch me and shuffled off that same guy that same guy the same guy when I was coming in the seats were so close together I isn't doesn't Mahler deal with like like death yeah. themes of death and stuff like that yes Yes. Okay. Okay. So well, I'm waiting for this delay. Okay. So I was walking in and the guy, the old guy, he wouldn't move his legs for me to get by. And I was like, oh, it's okay. I can just go over you. And he goes, no, let me get up. And I was like, no, I can just shuffle right past you. And he's like, let me get up. We're not all as young as you. I'm going to die soon. And I was like, oh, uh, well, I guess that's the theme of tonight's symphony, isn't it? And he was just like, that's not funny and shuffled off. So that's what I think of Mama. <laughs> okay, so so should we go back to yeah. the boy and ask him what he wants? Yeah, let's question. Let's find out. Yeah, okay, Emily, uh, have fun. Nice to talk to you. We'll go back to the boy and we will see what he needs. Okay, <laughs> goodbye. You. And your date, we're pulling him up. Here, there he is. Oh, we, there he is. Come back. Come back. Hey, bassoon. There you go. So, Thanks. what was your question, Natasha? Oh, well, so I want to know what what how can we help? Or did you just want to shout out the fact that you're like the most romantic guy in the world, especially in juxtaposition of that guy that just bought his wife nothing or an iPad? So Emily and I lived together for a year and then the pandemic made it so that she had to go back to Canada. And then I had to find a job in Michigan. We were living together in Chicago. Um, and so the only advice I can ask for is beyond this podcast, what other things can I kind of do to um make long distance more uh interesting or exciting or so that we can talk about more things besides what we just did that day or who we talked to or what happened got it so emily's finding out you find her boring right now on the podcast which is very <laughs> um, what do you think how do you mitigate a what long distance relationship well no but you know just even when you're watching some of the same stuff then it can like spark your you're you know like you could start a movie at the same time or you could start tv show like a tv <laughs> series at the same time and then you guys could talk about it and see if you like it find something you both really like um that could help because then you get to like take in media together because you know you're doing your own stuff and then when you reconnect it's like you try to explain you know this thing that you were doing and they try to explain this but you know to, to have a shared experience even if it's just taking something in I think that can help. And I, I agree with Natasha. And also, I have a suggestion for if you ever do decide to propose, um, you got to arrange it so that um, you guys are playing in the same orchestra again and then give the conductor the ring to put on his little wand. And right as he points to her for a big moment, then the ring shoots into like her eye or into the horn or something like that and kind of severely injures her. But then you're like, sorry, that wasn't quite how I wanted it to go. But anyway, will you marry me? And then you guys, uh, my final suggestion... Would be, would be try listening to some music written in the 21st century. That, I mean, that could be a fun thing mine. to bond over. Right. Okay. Totally. Let's find somebody else. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Uh, let's go back into the.
back into the audience. Does anybody else? Natasha, you want to select? Um, I saw these people uh, first up there. Yeah, all it's, the way up. I think up it's in a woman in a black Black shirt and black. And two, two, a couple both in black. A couple both in black no, all the way. they're not in black. Oh, yeah, they, wait, which wait, one? Oh, I was thinking of. <laughs> the ones below them? This is Whatever, you just pick someone. No, you go, go, go. <laughs> I was thinking of the third the third from the top there. Okay, okay. Yeah, this these is, guys. Oh, this is perfect. There you go. Yeah, don't move your faces at all. Just keep them really close together. Smoosh together a little bit. What are your names? I'm Lauren. I'm Ari. Lauren and Ari. And uh, where did you, are you guys married? You dating? What's your deal? We're dating. We met on Tinder. <laughs> Everybody always laughs at the end of that. I wonder when that's going to end. When people just go, yeah, we met on Tinder. That's how people meet now. It's always like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit embarrassing. It's like, it's... Look, Ari, Ari did the best that he could. Ari, what was your line? Did you, did you write her or did she write you? I yep. messaged him first, like four times. <laughs> Wait, four times? And then what, what made you finally, Ari, write back to her? <laughs> Everybody um, else you swiped on was like, no thanks. And then you were like, oh, hey, that Lauren. <laughs> well, no, no, she actually didn't even ask about me. She asked about my dog. <laughs> Do you have a hot dog? <laughs> <laughs> a corgi. Oh, okay, now let me ask you this, Aaron. Um, if there was one thing that you could change about your relationship, what would it be? Ari, Who's it's Aaron? Ari. It's another Jew. No, the name. girl. She's Lauren. He's oh, Ari. Oh, I meant Lauren. I thought you were just randomly selecting male Jewish names. Aaron, uh, Moshe, no, no. Boris, whatever. You. Lauren, what would you like to change about Ari? Even if it's just something really small. Well, he also doesn't really do a lot for holidays. <laughs> it's a big revelation evening tonight. Yeah, it's rough. I mean, the problem is men are just basically kind of like in like imagine if you were a teacher and there was like a remedial group and you were like you just have to keep repeating and keep showing and keep reminding and tell them find where their wallet is and pick up after them and you know, there's a lot of Oh. Right, well, let me ask you, Ari. What could you what would you change about Lauren if you could? What do you guys fight about the most often? That's her fault. Um, we 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 don't we don't really fight much. She's she's great. Oh man, I did not like that pubescent <laughs> voice crack that you just did. It felt like there was a lot you were holding back. We don't. Um, Lauren and I and the corgi get along pretty well. <laughs> So you guys just get we along did. well, okay? Well, all yeah, right. We well, do you, do you need any help? What's that? Uh, we wrote in a little while ago. Oh, uh, you didn't pick us, but <laughs> we are. Both well, our, our producer's fairly... right here. If you want to take up your grievance with her, she filters people, so I don't know what the problem was. Yeah, I'm glad we picked you. Yeah. Um, no, we, you know, we, we try to return. She's, oh, I don't know what this means, emails. Lauren and Ari, but she's doing the this symbol right now. She's saying she's going like this. I don't get don't. why, but she's saying, uh-uh, uh, -uh, no, uh, -uh, what, what, uh uh Give us the gist of what you wrote in about. Oh, it's just, we have parents that are big anti-vaxxers, <laughs> but oh. we're like, we're very, they're, they're very intelligent. You're big like vaxxers. Ben Shapiro. <laughs> we're big vaxxers, and they're like Ben Shapiro 
like fans and oh, no. Yeah. Wait, but your parents are the same? You guys have yes. that in common, both of your parents? That's kind of cool yes. though. Right. That is beautiful. That's actually in, in common be, enemy. To be honest with you, yeah. that's actually more romantic than we played in the same orchestra, he on the bassoon, <laughs> me on the French horn. Is we found each other on Tinder, we bonded over a corgi, but we ended up staying together because both of our parents uh, sets of parents are toxic. I think that's kind of beautiful. I mean, I mean you can just yeah. keep engaging with your parents, I guess, and hopefully they will get the vaccine and if they don't i guess you just mm -hmm. have to not talk about it they won't hmm yeah it's, they're making it's plans to one thing you could do is fake cars. you could maybe release covid into the hvac system in both of their houses and like they might not all survive <laughs> but the ones that do will take it much more seriously <laughs> something to think about i don't know what you're supposed to do in that situation if your parents don't won't take the vaccine you're you're one of your parents said they wouldn't take the vaccine until they cr they invented a nose swab. Yeah, but then they got it. They did get it. But she was like, I'm going <laughs> to wait around for the nose swab. And I was like, there isn't a nose swab. That doesn't exist. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what can you do? I think the solution, what do you think? The solution for you guys is avoid your parents for, I would say, <laughs> two to three years. Yeah, send them that, send them that guideline that the CD... The, you should send them the guideline that the CDC like recommended. And, you know, if you're uh, if you're not vaccinated, there's like very few things that are safe. It's like red, 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 red. So, you know, send yeah. them a screenshot of that. Yeah. And... and I'm sure your parents will respond really well to like a, a, a CDC <laughs> chart. They'll be like, oh, oh, good old Ben Shapiro. He's, he, he aligns with the CDC. So if Fauci said it, I believe it. That settles it. But you guys have one thing already taken. This is amazing that the parents probably will get along. So if your parents haven't met yet, you should definitely introduce them. That's, and Yeah, it's kind of cool. It. It's like you don't have like one problematic in-law. Everybody in your family is completely <laughs> awful. And you have that. That's kind of beautiful in a way. That's kind of I like this. You guys, thank you for joining us. We're sorry we didn't pick thank you. you. And uh, we picked you now. How about that? Should we do one more? Or do you want to move on to our next? Move on. Let's move on. Uh, okay. Because I want to talk to our second guest. I love it. What a great idea. And uh, I'm so excited to talk to her because I don't think I've talked to her this entire pandemic. Uh, would, uh, the next call. Uh, oh, yes, that's right. Our next call uh, is uh, the person that's joining us is one of the funniest comedians that I know. She has a special called Ice Thickeners, which is available now on YouTube. Ice Thickeners? Ice Thickeners. And it's a great <laughs> special, in, actually. That's a great title. Um, shall we? Let's introduce her. Uh, yeah, if she's here, let's talk to Emily Heller. Emily Heller, ladies and gentlemen. No? <laughs> talk to you guys in like a year and a half. I, oh, I, hi, it's been like a, oh, hi, Oh, hi. Oh, hi. I only see uh, half your like face. I, I literally, I know what's happening. I literally see half your face. I don't know. Is that how I look to you? As, oh, there you go. I can see your whole face now. Yeah. Hi, Emily. There we how are you doing? Oh, <laughs> whoa. Whoa. Oh, okay. whoa. <laughs> Good. It's been like a year yeah, and sorry a half. And I, I, know. I can't believe Moshe's been working on that mustache this whole time. <laughs> Emily, he does like a top knot up here. Like he does a lot of stuff like the mustache. It's like I feel like you're more limited with how many ponytails. You know, I was going to say you look great, Emily. It's nice to see you. But I guess instead we could um, let's roast my mustache. Uh, you do look great, Emily. How's it going? Thank you. It's going pretty well. Um, I, I will say I just had like a 
total flashback because I haven't seen you guys together in a while. And it reminded me that very early on when I started with my current therapist, who is great, uh, I was talking about like not wanting to date comedians. And she mentioned you guys as like a successful <laughs> version of it. Your and, therapist? And I was like, I might need to stop seeing this therapist. <laughs> not You're like, I've had wrong. dinner with them. They are not happy. <laughs> not because she was wrong, but I just didn't like that she knew who you were. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> on a professional jealousy level or on a just like, this is creepy. You're a therapist. You're supposed to not know what what foolish comedians do. Right. Or just like, not even like that, like she shouldn't know. It's just like, I don't want to be like, I don't want her to be too up on the people I might be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a friend who, after seven years of seeing their therapist, pitched a web series to the, to her. No, the, the therapist pitched it to the client. That's right. The therapist oh, was no. Like, no. We've been seeing each other for seven years. Here's my idea for a web series. Do you think you could help produce it? So honestly, it could be worse. <laughs> That's really bad. Well, Emily, That's you're, really hap bad. you're happily married, right? And you seem like you come from a family, a loving family. How did you end up being a comedian? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's a myth that you have to be like really screwed up to be a comedian. I think as long as someone previously like in a previous generation was screwed up enough to have to develop a sense of humor, they can pass it down. Yeah. Oh, oh like... that's good. So someone else. So if you had like a really funny dad who kind of came yeah. from a, a hardship. Oh, you. Oh, that's lucky. Yeah. Like we'll give it to my dad. Kids. My dad had to be funny so that uh, people wouldn't beat the shit out of him when he was growing up in Brooklyn because <laughs> he like looked right. too funny to not get beat up. So he had to be funny. And then he taught me how to be funny. That's so cute. It's like intergenerational trauma humor. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of beautiful. Yeah. And that, so that's why Jew, that's and that's why so many Jews are in the comedy industry is because everybody's dad looked like a dweeb and he didn't get beat up. <laughs> Oh, what do you think? Should we let's should we talk? Let's do our second call. Yeah, I think we should take a call. I feel like Emily will have some wisdom. Let's do it. And uh... we're going to speak to George from Los Angeles. Uh, let's welcome George, the one and only George. There he is. He played Hello. Spock in the recent Star Trek films. It's George. <laughs> nice. Hi, George. <laughs> George. George looks like he's about to do a self-tape audition right now. Uh, <laughs> George, yeah, George looks like the guy that the advertising agency decided was like hot, uh, hot, but could pass as a nerd. They're like, we don't want a real nerd for this ad campaign. Let's get a guy that's like really sultry, throw some fake glasses on oh him and call him a nerd. He doesn't actually have okay, a problem so George... he needs us to solve. He just wants us to read the other half of the sides so that he can do his part in the he's audition. Like, he's like, my problem is I guess I've been going down on too many women. I don't know. Is that a, is it, how do you deal with that? I mean, I guess it's just that I'm like a sensitive guy. What's happening, George? How are you? Um, I'm, I'm good. That's oh, that's so accurate. That's really scary. Wait. Um, this is my, this Wait, is so my George, self-tape you... wall. <laughs> yeah, of course. 
You know what you probably play a lot of or go out for a lot is like the tech guy at the law enforcement office. You know what I mean? You're like, oh. I can definitely hack into that system. <laughs> I haven't. Not yet. Okay, so, George, That's... we're here with our good friend Emily Heller and me, Moshe. How, what, what, what did you write in about? How can we help you? Okay, so I'm seeing someone new and almost every time we've hooked up, uh, her newly adopted dog whines and whimpers and quietly barks from his crate just the whole whole time. And then she'll intermittently shout stop really sternly at him, which <laughs> shuts him up for like 30 seconds. And then he starts a gun. And so it's gotten really stressful for to me at least. And takes me really out of the moment. Um, she sounds And I'll hot. be like, hey, can we, should we put some music on? And then, but the music doesn't really cut it out. <laughs> and so the issue is that you are just coming way too early every time. <laughs> <laughs> from this whole scenario. That's really, yeah. Uh, I will say that you seem like a good guy that your lover screaming stop creates a, the opposite of a sexy mood for you. I think that's really good. You seem like an ally. That's awesome. Good work. I mean, this seems Thank like you. a classic a classic scenario where you need a safe word. Because the whole point of having a safe word is so that someone can shout stop without the other person stopping. Usually it's for erotic domination play, but in this case it might be so she can tell her dog to shut up without you stopping. Right, this and this is actually the opposite of a safe word. This is an this is a non-safe word. So it's when I scream stop, that's the one word I don't mean stop. Every other word that means don't do that every anymore, other I mean word. that. So, yeah, so stop means go, but every other word you should stop. The well, the issue is, I don't think the issue is the word so much, because she does also say the dog's name a lot. You know, she'll shout his name. During and... sex? What's the dog's name? <laughs> oh, you want um, to tell Ollie. us? Okay. So she's like, oh, no, Ollie, no, I said it. oh, Ollie, Ollie, <laughs> Ollie, yes, Ollie, Ollie, stop, don't stop, Ollie. like that kind of thing? No, like, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good read. You got the job, kid. Congratulations. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if I were having guys over to my bedroom and I had a dog in a crate, I would probably figure out like how to train the dog to be in another room so I could have my private time with my boyfriend or the guy, I'm, my lover or whatever. And I think that this might be an indication that she might annoy you in other ways. <laughs> is, that about, is that bad? No, that's interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm curious on your read here. Well, I'm saying like if she's if I would never take you home and like have a dog next to me and then be like, Mayor Cutie, Mayor Cutie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then we're having sex. Like, it's just kind of like weird. Like, right. Like, it feels like, I don't know, like not very sexy. You, you're saying, why is the dog in the room in the first place? Yeah. What can't the dog be in another room? <laughs> It, uh, he'll bark if you put him out of viewing distance, which. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he. <laughs> I got it. Because he How needs to see. <laughs> yeah. How long have you been seeing this woman? Uh, two months. So you don't know that much about her. My read on this, hearing this, is that she 
the dog is incredibly horny, right? And the dog <laughs> wants to join in. And she understands that that can't happen. And so she's giving him just a little bit. He's th she's throwing him kind of a bone, if you will. She's like, look, you can sit there in the cage. You can watch us fuck. You can moan all you need to. And if you get a little too loud, I'll scream your name and I'll help you get over the hump. Have you considered that? <laughs> I mean, he does like I to. Mean, if I kiss her, he wants to kiss her, too. So that does happen. Uh-huh. Okay. She's like, fucking the dog. The That's all there is to do it. She's fucking Ollie. She's <laughs> do you like do you like her energy around the dog ever? Yeah, I mean sometimes it's sweet and but he, he's very stressful. He's a very stressed, traumatized dog and he's new. I mean, he just she just got so he has like he's codependent. I don't know what you know, is that a thing dogs can I be? Mean, but Moshe has a horrifying dog and Oh, here he is. And uh, yeah, doesn't he look horrifying? I've been trying to get Moshe to get rid of this dog forever. He has, you know, Moshe won't. He found him at the Oakland Pound and no one else wanted him. And now we know for his uh, for his euthanize worthy bark. OK, all right. he was just about to be put down. No, speaking okay. of putting him down. I have a no, but I'm saying but we've kept him alive for 10 oh years. We love him. He's really cute. His name's Pablo. But I'm just saying he, um, you know, he's like a, a lot of work. And had I known that, I might not have married Moshe. Well, all right. <laughs> Emily, you have a dog that you love a great deal. Don't you have like a super close relationship uh, yeah, with your dog? I, like, how, I have a dog who's how do you like negotiate incredibly... Romance? Ha he has like incredible separation anxiety. He's He's... A total head case and he also thinks that i'm his wife and that my husband is just like one of his colleagues that we keep around uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> we have we have he doesn't bark uh which we don't know why so that's good but uh we have we he does not sleep in our bedroom he sleeps in the hallway and we have like a loud air purifier that we can turn on too, so that we, he can't make noise that bothers us, basically. Um, yeah, I mean, if she's really unwilling, I like she. You, you might she might you might need to give her some time getting used to the dog and giving like having the dog get comfortable because two months is really early for a dog to be comfortable in a new home, especially a dog that has issues. Mm -hmm. Why aren't you guys fucking at your place? Is my question. <laughs> Um, is, good is your whole apartment just like a self-tape studio and you move the bed out? And <laughs> not... I have to turn the camera on if we're going to do anything in here, okay? That's just the rules. Uh, uh, before you um... have sex, you make her slate. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't uh, you sleep together at your house? We do, she, uh, but this dog, she tends to bring him because he's such a puppy. She'll bring him, and that actually was worse the other night. She brought him, and I didn't think about, like, oh, there's no crate. And he attempted to jump on the bed for a solid 30 minutes, like, just scratching, 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 okay. scratching. And I just would see him popping up. <laughs> I think, I think oh what, God. unfortunately, what my advice is here, I think 
is you guys should try to hook up with the dog on the bed. And I know it sounds like I'm saying to throw him in the mix. And I've been resisting making that joke this whole time because I didn't think it would go over. I'm not making that joke. I'm saying I think he needs to maybe sit on the bed. He's a dog. He doesn't know what's happening. Or even if he does, he can't talk about it and make you feel uncomfortable. Put him on a pillow. Let him stare at you guys. And you guys have your fun. And then he'll never mention it. He doesn't know English. But he said that, that if when he goes to kiss her, the dog will try to kiss her too. Yeah. Don't kiss her. There's no, no way. more kissing. This dog is not going to just watch like a cuck. This dog is going to get in the mix. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I feel like... I, I think that like like when Moshe and I started getting together, after three months when it became more serious, I was like, okay, we're going to get this dog trained. And so together... You know, I found this like trainer and long story short, it didn't work. But at least I like maybe it will work with you. Like I had to get involved and I had to like try to become a part of the problem. And like this is how we're going to deal with this, you know. So. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do we lose him? Did he just sign out? Okay, well, we got to go with him anyway. Oh, there he's back. All right. Oh, sorry. I thought you had gotten all you needed. And you're like, these people don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I'm out of here. No, my Internet dropped out. Hey, what about just happen. getting like some some? What about getting like a? You know what pigs ears are? Oh they're yeah, like a, they're they're dry, dog treats. They're dried pigs ears. Yeah. What about getting like a gross of those? Bringing them to your lover's house, and while you make love to her, toss like slowly and erotically toss the pigs ears <laughs> down towards the dog, so he'll be not. It'll be a really nice erotic sound of him yeah. gnawing on a pig ear while you try to stay yeah. around. I have. Give the, the dog something to work on. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, like some like, like some crocheting or some something like something <laughs> fun, like some Sudoku. I think most importantly, though, like sh your girlfriend or this girl you're fucking, she doesn't really know yet that you kind of think she's annoying. So I think that that's you should... something you made up. Okay, well, I think you should at least explain to her. Part of it. I think you should. What? That's not part of it. Go ahead. Oh, that's not part of it. Okay. No, no, but I'm just, no, no. But I'm saying that maybe you just let, like, make a joke about it and say, like, when you say stop, you know, it kind of, like, throws me in, you know, like, just say, like, let's have, oh, yeah. make it fun. Give her a little direction. She doesn't know that it's like you're even noticing it. You know, she might not mm. even know. So that, that was my advice. That's a good good point. Have you had that's a true. direct conversation saying the the correcting the dog while I'm trying to get my fuck but on make is it fun. throwing me off? Have you ever had that conversation outright? <laughs> no. It's hilarious. She's no, I've stop. just been like, let's put, let's turn the music on. And then. Oh, and it's a good, a good opportunity oh. for you to show that you're yeah, an ally. But, yeah. Have a conversation. That's step yeah. one. Yes, have, a have a conversation about it. You should always be no. talking before you're fucking anyway. Like, <laughs> no, honestly, I'm not totally on board with what Emily's saying. She's saying you should always have a conversation first. My advice has always been it. You start with um, with d pig's ears. Then you move on to bringing a dog onto the bed. And then when all else fails, you have a direct conversation with the person you're trying to develop an intimate and loving relationship with. <laughs> that always comes last. Um, okay, so do you feel like we helped you, George? <laughs> yes. I feel you got the part. So much better. Yeah, you got the part, kid. Congratulations. Thank yeah, have, you. have a conversation. It's And, and I always like, Emily, you could do. You've done. You mentioned a therapist. I've been doing therapy forever. Like some people, I think don't think it could be. You know, what's a good convert? Like, do you have any tips? I guess in in talking to someone if you're not used to like addressing things. 
about like how, how to have them stop talking to their dog while you're having sex <laughs> yeah do, yes no Emily, no do you I, have any well tips i thought about... maybe you had some good, i don't know i just feel bad for people who never I mean, thought no, I to just... like I think it's always a good idea to like, if you're going to have a conversation about sex, focus on the positive, the stuff that you like, the yeah. stuff that you want more of, like, exp like talk about it like it's like, oh, here's an opportunity for us both to get like some of our fantasies met. Like, my fantasy is like, I can't hear your dog barking. And <laughs> I would just like really get me going. <laughs> yeah. Focus on the positive. Be like, I think he's a really cute dog. He's, he's, a, he's one of my favorite breeds. I think he's well trained in other areas, but it's specifically with the fucking. See, I knew you'd I knew you'd have some good advice. All right. I think we've helped you an amazing amount. I really think honestly yes. the simplest answer is the best answer. You need to just tell her, Hey, I'm feeling weird about this dog thing and I didn't know how to talk about it because I was embarrassed, but I like you so much. It's t I wanna tell you, like when you scream stop while we have sex, it makes me feel a little weird. <laughs> yeah. I think that's solid. Thank All you. All right, good luck, George. All right, solid, Thanks. solid Bye. call. Emily Oh, she's gone. Emily's gone. We love Emily. She left? Yeah, they really kick people out quickly around here. And we... I wanted to say goodbye. Well, goodbye, Emily. She'll, she'll... I knew she'd have some advice. Because, like, I didn't really... I'm not that... I don't know... Oh, there she is. Goodbye. Wait, hold on. I want to tell her one thing, though. Emily, I never know how to, like... I, I feel like I don't know how to thoughtfully bring things up sometimes. I, like, start a lot of fights. So that I knew you'd have some wisdom. Focus on the positive. I think that's yeah. a good thing. Oh, now we can't hear you. Emily, know that we can't hear you, but, but know that whatever you're saying we think is probably profound, and we've really enjoyed having you, and we miss you a great deal. I love okay. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, Emily. All right. Natasha? Yes. Uh, I think that it might be time for a favorite segment here on the Endless Honeymoon podcast, which is our secrets hotline. Okay, let's hear what we have. We do have a guest that's going to join us for the... Oh, some people loving it. We do have a guest who's going to join us for The Secrets, uh, a very funny comedian. She has an album out called But I Control Me. Uh, help us welcome Atsuko Okatsuka, ladies and gentlemen. Here she comes. Let's, there she is. Hi, how are you? Hi, Marisha. Hi, Natasha. I'm good. Hi, Atsuko. Hi. I never met you. Nice to meet you. Am I nice so to meet frozen? You. No, you're not I'm, frozen I'm at not... all. You look dynamic. Thank you. Okay, thank you. That, okay. That's all. I have to get but over is... insecurities first and then get to it. Well, how's your pandemic been? Tell, tell us about that. Like, don't be insecure. Tell us everything. Tell us the darkest thing that happened to you during the pandemic. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Besides, well, it's a constant battle to not lose yourself, you know, and I really try. I really almost lost myself a few times. Um, I, I really thought I was going to start planting lettuce. Uh, <laughs> and then yeah and then my uh, my husband my husband had to remind me that that's not my personality you know <laughs> really how did he put it how, how did he put it when he told you no, I was like, I had lettuce, little, little like lettuce uh, bundles, and I was about to do it. And he was like, stop, that's someone else's interest. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, was like, I was like, 
oh my god it is you know um and he was right he was right and it, it you know it it's not mine it's someone else's and that's okay you know what 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 are you more about what what what, what would represent what would have been something you could have brought home? i'm with you too that that's like i i, I don't even I don't even fantasize about planting things in the garden. It just feel I don't get it. It's like sun exposure with no fun. Your nails are dirty. <laughs> the squirrels are going to eat it anyway. What's the point? I guess the vegetables. Right. Yeah, for the vegetables. I could get one of those but, boxes, though. Or, you know, the you know store that, is nice. Right, they sell lettuce at the store, apparently. Yeah, that is <laughs> that is something to focus on. Atsuko, what's yeah. more your personality? What 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 are you into? What do you well, do? Kinda... What could you have brought to your husband and he would have said, Yeah, that's you? Well, you know, like Natasha said, sometimes sometimes you don't have to be into anything. And that's a that's a personality too, right? <laughs> I kinda like that. Is that a personality or is that a, a personality <laughs> disorder? It sounds like <laughs> like clinical depression. Is that what that is? You're just doing your thing, you know? You watch some movies. You mm-hmm. maybe read read something once in a while. Have Atsuko, have you... Co- you use your phone a lot. Have you accomplished anything exactly. over the pandemic? Like, have you, have you, has, have you, like, set and achieved any goals, like, that you did... And I don't mean, like, career goals. I mean, like, obscure lettuce-type shit. Like, because I think everybody has a version of lettuce. Like, people are like, I'm going to learn how to bake. I'm going to learn French, whatever. Like, did you do anything and successfully get there? Right. I love that you warned me against talking about the industry because, again, yeah, like when it comes to just basic things, I didn't plan. I wasn't like, I'm going to get good at cooking this one thing. Um, It was more like, I'm just going to go to the store when I need groceries and come back home, eat it. You know, I don't know. I probably sound like I do have a disorder or depression. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just, just, I just described a normal person. I think or a basic person. I breathe. You're like, oh, you're you know, like the I thing that up. I accomplished. The thing I accomplished this year was I was able to wake up, get up, put clothes on, eat, go back to bed. So I think Hell I'm doing pretty yeah. good. And you know what? That is good. I'm proud of myself for doing that. Well, Atuka, we, yeah, hot- we, have, we have a secrets hotline here on the Endless Honeymoon podcast where our listeners call and leave us their deep, dark secrets. And we're going to just play a few and we'll just riff on it. And we'll, we'll see if anybody, if anybody has some lettuce-related secrets. We'll see what there is beneath <laughs> the surface. Let's play our first secret. Hi, Moshe and Natasha. Uh, I have a secret that I don't think I've really told many people in my life. So I wasn't born in the United States, and where I was born, circumcision is not a particularly common thing. Uh, So I wasn't circumcised when I was born. But then when I grew up, the doctor decided that that would be something that I needed to have done at the age of 13. Uh, And I don't know if you know much about 13-year-olds, but telling them you have to get circumcised isn't really a conversation that you want to be a part of. So I had to find an excuse to explain to my friends why I wasn't going to be in like in school. And so I told them I was getting my kidney removed. I, I don't really know why I chose that, but it just seemed like something that would be 
like sympathetic, it would garner sympathy. So I told all these people that I was getting my kidney removed and they told their parents. <laughs> and then <laughs> the whole town started like bringing me, you know, they would bring me gifts and stuff, like brownies <laughs> and, and all that kind of stuff. They had like a day at the, the local church to pray for me and stuff. Um, but yeah, I couldn't tell anybody oh that God. it was a lie. And actually, I became so paranoid about people finding out that I had lied about this that I kind of kept it going for a long time. And now, even today, I'm in this weird like web of lies where I can't remember who I told I got my kidney removed. <laughs> my secret. Love you guys. That's a juicy one. I'm surprised at this point yeah. he just doesn't tell them, oh yeah, my parents made me get circumcised. Well, because he got God involved. That's the problem. Now he's got now he's got a, the choir of angels that's like going to judge him for everybody praying for the wrong body part. <laughs> it's been years. He just he just has to stick with it. He has to stick to it. There's no going back. Honestly, he should... He should get a kidney removed and donate it to somebody just so that he can finally come back to his hometown and show everybody the scar. That's pretty good. Maybe the same doctor that got rid of the hood. <laughs> the hood? <laughs> so it won't feel as much like a lie. It won't feel as much like a lie. It's like, well, I still went to the same doctor. You know, <laughs> you know, you you bring up a great point, Atsuko. The doctor, if this was a town-wide event where everybody's like, "Little Jimmy's getting a kidney out," the circumcision doctor in town must have been like, "This fucking guy is lying," and I don't want to ruin his world. But what am I supposed to do here? Honestly, I think that they should make all circumcisions happen at age thirteen. That's horrifying. Well, if you really, if you really want to be a man, that's what better right of ascension into manhood than to do it during your bar mitzvah, not when you're eight days old. That's let's push it a bit. Okay, let's hear another one. Hi, you guys. I love your show, and I have a secret I'd like to share with you. I was masturbating in the middle of the night, and my husband was asleep beside me. And I live on the West Coast, so, um, well, he woke up and asked, did you feel that? And I said, what? And he said, I think that was an earthquake. And I said, oh, my God, I think you're right. And it wasn't. And then the next morning when we woke up, I heard him telling our son about the little earthquake that we had overnight. But it was just my tiny earthquake. <laughs> she farted. Bye. <laughs> okay, hold on. Wait, this happened to me. I talk about it. I did a set during an earthquake, and I talk about this exact same thing. Like my, I was my husband rolled over during an earthquake. It was morning. We were sleeping together, and he said, "Sorry, that's a weird thing, Dad. We were sleeping together." And uh, he rolled over and said, uh, are you masturbating? I guess it was the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> but it was an earthquake. That's kind of cool. Like, she should have kept... Go ahead, sorry. 
No, no, no. I was going to say, and I swear to God, I really was about to, but it was uh, 7.2 magnitude. You know what I'm saying? It was too strong. I can't cause that. Um, go ahead, Moshe. Oh, I just think that this is good. I think that I think that women should further this. I think the masturbation is of an earthquake. Uh, when I squirt, it's a tsunami. I think you know a, a queef is a sonic boom. I think we just need to take this thing to its furthest iteration. You know. All right, let's hear another secret. You got nothing to. <laughs> you don't like that riff? Huh? No, no, I liked it. <laughs> I liked it fine. I mean, why not lie about an earthquake? Yeah. But that was more about she farted, right? I think she was masturbating. She was masturbating she was with masturbating. her husband in bed? Yeah. <laughs> and this had was to a hide secret. It. Felt like she had to hide it. That's hmm, a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a... Is that normal? Have you ever masturbated while your husband's in bed? Have you been listening to no, no, this but, podcast? Oh, well, I wasn't sure. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> I like the yeah. idea, I guess. Have, have you ever masturbated with me in bed? No. Never? That's why I was like kind of shocked by it. Interesting. Never? Oh. No, because I feel like you would hear me. Hear you? Or feel it? I don't know. I would just be like, ah, yes, California, <laughs> another seismic shift. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's play another secret. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. Uh, so my secret is that my boyfriend is really bad at giving me head and i've like tried to give him pointers every now and then to be like oh like try this you're like oh like i would love you would do this and i think it's honestly made it worse than it was um i don't know what to tell him because i know it'll really hurt his feelings if i tell him that he's bad at it um yeah but sometimes when it's like happening I just like want it to stop so badly that I'll be like, yeah, like, oh, please fuck me now. And it's like, I don't actually want that. I just want him to stop eating me out. So that's my secret. Um, it's kind of fucked up that you married him. You think? <laughs> but I do think, I wonder if you could try the one where you just climb on his face and then just like, kind of like, <laughs> Just do it on, you know, like masturbate on his face, maybe. You're saying, you're saying, stop waiting for him to figure it out, and you just use his. Maybe nose. that would feel better. Yeah, I don't know, Atuka. What do you think? Yeah, I like that. You control it. You know, that's it's just a surface. He's just a surface. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you use his nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, however you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, you know what? Actually, why don't you close your mouth and I'm just going to crazy glue this vibrator right on top of your lips and that actually will get me there. Finally, it really feels good. He's just a yeah. surface. <laughs> She's like, you know what? Actually, you get out of the bed, keep the vibrator here, I'll hang out with the vibrator. At the end, we can watch some Netflix together. Yes. When it doesn't work, customize. Like y'all were talking about, but a customized iPad. That's what you have to do but with his glue. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Get the vibrator, stick it, crazy glue it to his lips, put the customized iPad, crazy glue that to his forehead. You watch porn and use your vibrator while your husband just sort of sits there. Well, you know, that's sort of, that's great. He becomes a bench instead of a lover. I like this. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, that's okay, a now, 
<laughs> okay, let's play one more. One more secret. One more secret. Here we go. Hi, Natasha and Mosh. Um, I have a secret I'm very ashamed of. Uh, I'm dating this guy who had confided in me that he's actually tried his poop. So he's actually eaten his poop. Um, what? And I continued to do that. And he did it at least two times, according to him. And oh. I'm pretty sure he <laughs> has a poop fetish. Um, because one time he wanted to watch me poop and then wanted me to watch him poop. And, um, I went through with it. Um, because I really liked him. Anyway, he dumped me. And I can't believe I dated someone. He dumped her. Has done this. Who's eating their own food? This normal? I I don't. I I know it's not normal, but anyway. Um, thanks for listening. Bye. Can I just say that she should find a new term for him leaving her? She should say, he left me, he broke up with me, it didn't work out. I mean, he dumped me? It just doesn't feel like that's the choice word in this particular situation. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just don't you know. think you can trust someone who, who eats their shit. You think you can't trust somebody? That's a classic. That's where the saying comes from. Well, they're going to want to eat the baby's shit. They're going to eat some dog shit. They're going to be eat, trying to eat. They're going to be taking those tampons out of your out of the Kleenex. But you know what? You'll be really encouraging for them to use to use floss and to use various different floss picks because you really need that person to floss. Wait, Asuka, can I ask you a question? This is kind of gross, though, but I feel like you can handle it. Did, do mm -hmm. you, did you know? Well, you see, you might not want to say it, but I did not know that you are... What do you do with your tamp your used tampons? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, this uh I always had a hard time keeping it in, so when I went number 2, it would pop out too. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so you got to flush it at that point, right? You have to flush it. Yeah, Actually, so wait, I want to hear. No, no, yeah, and uh, I guess I don't know if I was pushing too much, but it would always, no matter how hard I tried to keep it in, every time mm, it would pop, pop, both of them. <laughs> so, yes, yes, Moshe, I had to flush it because I want to keep my hands clean. But I, I did not know that. I thought they were. I thought they were biodegradable, so I've been flushing them my whole life, and I, I can keep them in, but then my friend told me you're supposed to take them out and wrap them in toilet paper and then put them loosely in the garbage. Did you know that? I found out after I told someone about me not being able to keep it in. <laughs> <laughs> he yelled at me. He yelled at me that I was going to clog toilets and you know ruin the earth and stuff. I started to, yeah, I started to do that, but I also didn't know Natasha. Yeah. 
Thank you. Well, Thank you. Oh, that makes me feel good. We're kindred spirits. And honestly, Atsuko, if you if things don't work out with your husband, I believe I know somebody that would be very, very into you. And it's the ex-lover of the last caller. With the skills yeah. that you just described <laughs> with the double up, I think that guy's going to really just be wild for you. Oh, That I is crazy. Wait. I can't wait to dump him. it is crazy though it is so funny to be like you know what the guy eats shit but i love him and i'm sticking with this you know everybody's got their thing i'm not gonna yuck someone's yum or i'm not gonna yuck someone's yuck i'm gonna just stick here stay with this guy because i love him and then like and then like a week later he walks in he's like honestly this isn't working out i'm gonna go eat somebody else's shit (laughs) i also I also really, I'm realizing now, saying that to a woman early on, you know, you know, when I was little, I ate my own shit twice. You're kind of saying that to like prep them. Mm. You're like, okay, I'm going to start to doing shit stuff. And so she kind of dodged a bullet, you know, well, because he was going to like, uh, he was, he was about to go further and then probably she wasn't freaky enough and he moved on. Yeah. This is why they have fetish websites so that people at these upper echelon levels of, of sexual <laughs> fetish can find each other and be happy together and not have to be freaked out by each other. Like you don't spring the shit eating you know if you're like if your fetish is like i like you to like you know wear a diaper that's pretty freaky but okay maybe you can negotiate that with a normie but i want to watch you shit and then scoop it out with a soup ladle and eat it myself you're gonna have to go to a specialized website and i think it was so kind what you said moshe was that he did not dump her she does not need to be using terms like that no it's like right. right yeah it's like I was going to leave him anyway. And then you could probably just stop there, you know? (laughs) I don't know. Something. Yeah, that was very empathetic. Well, thanks. Thanks. So that was, that's what that, what that, (laughs) what that secret inspired in me was definitely empathy and arousal, I guess. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, I think that was all of our secrets. That's all of our secrets. Atsuko, uh, she has an album out called But I Control Me. You're so funny. And thank you. You were so funny tonight. And you're so funny every time I see you on stage. So if you have not checked her out, do check her out. And thank I want to check out. How do we get this album? Thank you so much. Probably oh, on the it's internet. Just, yeah. It's just, <laughs> like, it's just like the Spotify, Google Play, all the places that you listen to. Get her to on Spotify. Like. It's actually kind of cool. You can listen to comedy albums on Spotify. I love it. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. Okay. Here we go. Lots of love to you. And we dumped her. Okay. (laughs) For our final segment. I feel like I want to check in with people, but we can't see anybody. I know. I know. We're going to do some crowd work or something. I hope you're all having a wonderful evening. We're almost done, actually. Do you think we should do one more speed round? I think we're kind of running. Oh, no. Okay. We don't have time. Do you want to do another speed round? You can if you want. No, I just felt bad that there was a lot of people who had their hands up. Oh, somebody, wow, we're literally watching somebody pretend that they have an well, issue. Here, well, why don't we save it for the end if, if, if we want to do that? But I think right now we should get to our next segment. Okay, right? this, is our, this is actually our final segment, uh, un, unless things change. Well, we've you never, never done anything know. like this, and I'm really excited. Well, so we had a caller call in on the podcast. Some of you may have heard a few weeks ago. She called in, and she, her, basically her issue was that during the pandemic, all of her friends had coupled up, had children, moved on to new stations in life, or moved out to the country, and she was left alone 
in New York City with no friends and uh, she and no way to figure out how to find new friends. So we decided that we would invite her on this podcast on our live show and do basically set her up on a platonic friend date with somebody and, and the way that she's going to find it is with a game that we are calling uh, ju- just like the dating game it's but it's the f- no fucking so it's the friending game. Oh, I thought we were going to call it platonic love connection. Yeah, but that's not this isn't <laughs> love connection is where they go they go on a date and then they come back and they report how the date went. This is So Okay, it's the platonic love connection, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, why don't we... So we, Let's introduce our contestants tonight. These are the people that are vying for the friendship of G- our, our, our main contestant. Well, first, can I talk about the main contestant for a second? Well, okay. No, don't we want to... We're going to introduce them first, I thought, but you can... Oh, we are, okay. Yeah. Our first contestant, she works in luxury retail. She moved from Brooklyn to Manhattan for more excitement. She is Canadian and she has a cat. It's Emily, ladies and gentlemen. And next up, we have Vanessa. She is 32 years old. We didn't ask her for her age, so this feels like bragging. Um, (laughs) Makes music with her husband for fun. Oh, she's got a husband. That's good. Has a master's in applied behavioral analysis. She works with autistic people. And finally, she's lived in New York City for a decade, so she probably pretends that she's from there. She's afraid of the ocean, and she was kicked out of the Girl Scouts. It's Ariel, everybody. Ariel. Say hi, Ariel. Wave hello so we know who you are. Ariel. There you are. Okay. So they're in that order. Okay, good. And, we and so then let's introduce our... Let's introduce the friendless loser is what we're calling her. She's... So this is Jessica. Do we see her? Where is she? Yeah, she's 33 years old. She lives in New York City. She, she likes, likes Chinese food, sports, and of course, movies. It's Jessica. Hi, Jessica. How are you? Welcome back. Oh, you're muted, Jessica. Hold on. You're muted. We can't hear you. We can't hear you, sorry, Jessica. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Hey. So Jessica, you you got a hold of us because you were like, I need to have a, a new friend. You know, I'm coming out of the pandemic. A lot of my friends, their lives have changed. I need someone to hang out with. So yeah, and I think a lot yes. of people are feeling that. I think that everyone, you know, so many of my friends like it. I feel like we all have to start over in some way. So I think this is kind of a cool time. Yeah, I mean, I'm not feeling it because I have a really vibrant and uh, robust social life, but I do think that some people may be feeling this, and I think that it's it's good that you're here with us. Um, Jessica, are you? I want to mention that Jessica cannot see any of our contestants due to a. Uh, really sophisticated technology that Rush Ticks uh, hooked us up with, which is Jessica has a piece of, what is it, paper taped over your yep. monitor? Yep, I do. Very cool. So she yep. doesn't know, so she's not going to pick any of these people based on their like cool level or like the way they look. She's going to pick them strictly on their personality and the answers that they give to these questions. So, so Jessica, you prepared some questions. Do you want to do you want to ask, and then we'll kind of go through and see what Emily, Vanessa, and Ariel say, and and then we'll see after a few Absolutely. who's the right match for you. Absolutely. Okay, what's your first question? Let's do it. Um, my first question uh, is a two-parter. Um, have you been vaccinated, and if so, which vaccine did you get? The great question. You got to figure that out. You got. You don't want to be hanging out with Johnson and Johnson people. That's for goddamn sure. 
Hell Never would I hope. No. No. Uh-uh. Hell no. Kick rocks. Kick rocks, you fucking pauper. Uh-uh. Okay, Emily, do you want to answer? You can just do like one word answers. You can go like this. Jessica, you can go you can go uh, ba- uh friend friend number 1. And that and Emily, that's you. Friend number 1. Are you vaccinated? vaccinated. And which vaccine? Yeah. Uh Pfizer. Ooh, wow. Brag. Okay. <laughs> Vanessa, do you want to let us know? I, you look you look a little reticent. Oh, yeah. Maybe Vanessa's anti-vax. Vanessa? No, definitely not anti-vax. I've been vaccinated and I got Moderna. Ooh, not as good. Not as good. Okay. <laughs> Ariel. Moshe, we got Moderna. I know, and I'm sick right now. I literally have a dry cough. <laughs> Truly. Okay, Ariel. I'm vaccinated and I waited until I could get the Pfizer shot. Oh, beautiful. Okay, two way tire with <laughs> Pfizer. All right, Jessica, what's your next question? Um, my next question is what was the last thing you Googled? Ooh. Mm. Emily Atsuko going poop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did just Google her actually because she was really funny. But uh, before that, I think she I, was funny. I um, oh man, this is lame, but kind of cool. I I googled um how to make a crustless quiche. <laughs> crustless quiche. Okay. Yeah. How how did it turn out? I made a bunch of little mini mm. ones in um in little muffin cups, and um they're great. Cute. I can cook. Uh, okay. She'll she'll make you a quiche, Jessica. This is kind of cool. She's got Pfizer and a quiche. I do okay, love Vanessa. quiche. Um, the last thing I googled was how to eat an oyster. Whoa! She will fuck you, Jessica. She will fuck you. Next time you hang out, she will. Yes, she will. Be careful. <laughs> it sounded like that guy, that that guy that couldn't go down on his wife should have googled how to eat an oyster. Am I right, folks? Am I right? Uh, okay, Ariel, how about you? Uh, so I heard today the real reason that the that we call the bathroom the bathroom, and so I googled Elizabeth Bathory, who was a serial killer. Anyway, it was it's very enlightening. Wait, keep talking. Wait, the bathroom was named after a serial killer? Yeah. He needed to clean herself yes. up? Wait. Share it. So <laughs> this woman in the sixteenth century, um, like royalty, she was she would torture and abuse and kill people in the bathroom. And somehow we've decided that we should name that room after the serial killer. It's, it's terrible. It's terrible, but very interesting and lightning. Wow. So her name was like Elizabeth Bath something. Yeah. Elizabeth Bathory. <laughs> Bathory. Bathory. And they just said, what well, instead of Bathory, let's say, call it Bathroom. Well, no, because that's the room, like the room no, where I you like. <laughs> I get it. Where you take yeah, the blood out of your you. body and wrap it up and and put it into the garbage can. All right, okay, Jessica. Well, those were all very interesting things. Uh, do you have another question for our callers? Yes. Um, what is your go-to karaoke song? Mm. Emily. No. No. Um. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
um, I pick the worst karaoke songs. I pick songs that have really long, like, guitar solos, and then I'm standing there really, like, awkwardly for a long time. And, or, like, a Just Prince chewing song, on a crustless quiche. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, Prince, and there's all these, like, interviews, and it's, like, awkward. I'm, uh, all right. Yeah. You can pick the song, Jessica. Great. Oh, wow. She's thirsty for that. She's thirsty, Jessica. Okay, Vanessa. <laughs> Um, my go-to is usually Alanis Morissette, ironic. Huh. <laughs> wow, that's <Great> quite a <laughs> selection. Yeah, wow. It is. In, in a weird way, it is like rain on your wedding day. Um, okay. Wait, that, that's the ironic song? Yeah, right? Could you sing a few bars, yeah. Vanessa? <laughs> Mm. <laughs> no. it's like this it goes like it's like rain on your wedding day it's an oyster and you don't know how to chew that kind of a thing and whoever named it bathroom ariel what's your answer um i sympathize with friend number one uh just no um there, karaoke is the only thing I won't do in my life. I've been, I've been, and I will go with you and I will support you, but I just won't sing. She won't sing at all. Wow, that is an, a bold and aggressive denial of Jessica's most <laughs> firmly held passion, which is hanging out in karaoke bars in the Upper West Side. Jessica, what's the next question? Okay, who would you want to play you in a movie? Oh, Emily? That's a tough one. <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough one. Who would I want to play me? Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've been told. Okay, we I can skip. Like... We can skip you. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Pass. <laughs> Wait, you've been told you look like who? Um, I've been told I look like that um, actress from that 70s show. Laura Prepon. Yes. Okay. Laura Prepon, it is. Okay. But and... I don't know. She's a okay, she'll play you. I think that's kind of weird. I don't know. Well, she's a good actress, so. <laughs> that's what counts. <laughs> um, in our world, that's what counts. Uh, Vanessa, what do you say? Um, the only person Alanis? I've ever. Uh, no. <laughs> gotta be Alanis. Uh, it's I've ever be. been told I look. <laughs> would probably be Rachel McAdams. I don't know. That's like the only person I've ever been told that I remotely look like. Okay. That's cool. And how about you, Ariel? So who I would want would be Olivia Wilde. Mm -hmm. I love her energy. But they would cast Shailene Woodley. Who was it? Oh, Shailene Woodley. Oh, yeah. And she's got terrible toxic energy. Really, really <laughs> a monster. A monster, right? She's okay. good energy, too. about the environment and all that. But, you know. I... She doesn't have that wild energy. She's not. Yeah. She doesn't have that room energy. I like that. Okay. Jessica, what do you think? Should we, oh, you want to take over? Well, hold on. Je Jessica, I think you're asking, like, really. Do you, have, do you have another good question? I have one more Let's question. See. Well, let's see if we Okay, do okay your, one do your last, last question. One. Last question, everybody. Um, what was the last show that you binged or finished or got into? Excellent question. Ariel, let's start oh. with you. 
Um, I just, I rewatched all of It's Always Sunny because I feel like it's aged well. Um, but also I just finished Halston. Okay. Halston? What's Halston about? Is it about serial killers? No, it's no. I, I, <laughs> I like fun facts. I don't like serial killers. Halston's about the designer um, in the 70s. Oh, amazing. I want to see that. All right. What about you, Vanessa? Um, I'm actually embarrassed to admit this, but I watched all of Dawson's Creek. <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> but I was like, I have to finish this. <laughs> You know what? I got no judgment. I have to finish this. I, wow. That's, I got, that's really impressive. I got no judgment. I go to bed every night, every single night, re-watching Deep Space Nine for the third time. It's like comfort food, it's right? Concerning it, it's definitely not a turn on for Natasha, but for me, it brings me comfort. And that must be your... your this is your Deep Space Nine. Yeah, exactly. Great. Okay, Emily. Or no, Ariel, sorry. Um, no, Emily. Emily. Oh, she didn't go. Yeah, so... Yeah, I'm on that like weird '90s show thing too. I, I'm um, I'm watching Felicity right now. I've run out of shows, so I'm just watching old shows. Wow. I'm watching Felicity. She just cut her hair. It was shocking. <laughs> okay, well, F Felicity. All right. Oh, do, all right, do you, do you Jessica. Feel, do you feel Jessica that you have a you know who you might want to go on like a friend date with? You I think, think you so. have enough information? I, okay, I've got a question before you answer. Okay, this is a classic. For everybody here, what would your ideal friend date be? Emily, what would you take her out to do? Um, I think that it would be fun to just like go to a bar and uh, just like see how many karaoke bars we can hit after that. Oh, okay. You're pandering. You're pandering right now, honestly. And we can all see it. It's transparent. And you're throwing Ariel under the bus, and it's really fucked up. Okay. What about you? Oh, was that you? Have more? You have more, Emily? No, I think it would just be fun no. to like go out on the town. Just go out on the town and see what happens. You know. Okay. Okay, Vanessa. Um, you, you you look under 70 uh i never i've never heard like a young person be like out on the town <laughs> <laughs> make sure to bring your walking stick and your top hat too. <laughs> <laughs> okay vanessa what's your answer to be um i like to walk so like just walking around and bar hopping eating I like food <laughs> pretty simple okay walking and eating She's got a creative mind, and she's not afraid to use it. Uh, Ariel, what about you? Um, so open streets is a big thing in New York City, and I live on um, one of them, and there's just live music on every single block. And um, so it would be fun to hang out with someone else and not just my, myself <laughs> on the open streets. Interesting. <laughs> also, I want to hang out with you, Ariel. I'm going to come to New York and hang out with her. It's interesting, though. It's also Halston. I'm watching that tonight. I didn't even know that was out. Oh, wow. Jessica, it sounds like you've been squeezed out of this whole dynamic. <laughs> Ariel and Natasha are going to hang out. Wait. Jessica, you're going to stay alone. No, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to tip the, tip the scales. Yeah, tip yeah, yeah. Scales. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. All right. 
Uh, I will say, though, that Ariel, that was also a form of pandering by saying that you're lonely and don't have any friends. You're kind of like, you know, identifying yourself with Jessica as well. So a lot of cheating. Vanessa, you're the only one that, that didn't do any pandering. So that's a point for you. Okay, Jessica, what, is, what do you think, Tosh? Yeah, do you want to do you want to? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I feel bad. I, you know, thank you guys so much it's for a savage game, Jessica. With me. I want to hang out with all of you. This is so nice. So many people have found me on social media and have messaged me. <laughs> okay. Telling, I'm serious. I mean, I believe you, but you're bragging. None of these people have friends that you're competing for right now. They've never gotten an email. And this is just cool that you're rubbing their faces in it. Um, so, so, so tell us who you're leaning towards or who you picked and why. Yeah, actually, so, you know what? Tell us who you picked. Wait, wait, hold on. Tell us why and then reveal who it is. How about that? Okay. So this person, you know, for the most part had A plus answers to all my questions. Um, one of my favorite foods is oysters one of my favorite okay. i don't know who it is i don't know who it is but i don't know who it is but you seem horny jessica and i'm excited to see i love dawson's creek i love 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 alanis morissette so i think vanessa is my gal vanessa yeah. Wow. You guys are going to have so much fun. Vanessa. Like, <laughs> so you guys all live in New York too, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. can, I take my, can I take my piece of paper off the screen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, I'm so sorry. Yes, reveal who it is that you're looking at. <laughs> Vanessa, uh, she's a bodybuilder. There hey. she is. <laughs> there you go. This is beautiful. Uh, Vanessa, how do you feel to be selected? I feel good. I, I'm originally from California and it's been really hard to find friends out here. So I I really do appreciate it. <laughs> this feels like Bashert. And you know what, Ariel, <laughs> Emily, we'll, we'll send you a mug. How about that? We're going to send you guys a mug and you guys can hang out with your mugs. And, and I want to, I want you guys to come back, uh, and and let us know how it went and what you did and and let's plan something for next week you guys do the, your date yeah do your and, date uh, we'll, we'll pay for it you guys go hang out we'll put you to get our producer will connect the two of you you guys go out we'll report back ariel and emily will never we will never hear from you again you cannot come back on the podcast please don't again. contact us stop contacting our producer stop emailing us stop texting jessica it's a little bit much you guys honestly dial it back um, let's give a, a, I don't know, a round of applause for all yes, of the contestants thank you so tonight. Much. You were so brave to come on. And too. we, we uh, thank you guys. Good, goodbye to all of you, and we will check back in with Jessica and Vanessa uh, very soon. Uh, Tosh, this is the end. We've come to the end of our I show. I wish we had a big finale. Our producers just like you have to stop. I thought that was a big finale. That was the, <laughs> we, we we set somebody up on a friend date. That I was mean, cute. I well, I also like the reveal because they kind of look like they'd be friends. I know it was really nice. There was something about it that felt really, as the I Jews say, beshert. I would not be hanging out with someone who watched Dawson's Creek. No, it wouldn't have been your selection. You wanted Ariel. I wanted Ariel and so bad. Honestly, I, did somebody just boo Ariel? <laughs> She's still in the live feed. She's still here. You cruel, cruel people. Ariel, you know what? We're... Fuck Dawson's Creek. Okay, you know what? You make a fair point, everybody. You make a but fair point. But the fact that they both liked it, that was kind of interesting. Yeah, you know? look, it's not about... It's just like when people date 
it's not like somebody you date. It's will that person work for that person? And the two of them seemed exactly the amount of basic that they needed to create a good and hearty friendship. And I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Tosh, I got to go myself, actually, because I have a hankering for some oysters right now, that if you know what amazing. I mean. Yeah, it would be amazing. I want you to crazy glue an iPad to my forehead and teach me how to eat an oyster while Pablo the dog watches and we beg him to stop. And then I want to go to sleep and wake up to you masturbating and saying there was a gigantic seismic alert tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, the last thing I want to say to you is I love you. I love you too. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Thank you for joining us. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. It means the world to us that you came, honestly, and we'll see you out on the road sometime. Thank you.